0: Hi everyone, this is Tom Young. I'm here today to change your future, to change the results that we're all getting because even myself in doing this every day, providing incentives, inspiration, it also inspires me. That is the importance of understanding self-talk because the words that come out of your mouth are the most powerful world to your own self. When you hear your own words, you are more apt to believe you than actually believing anybody else. As we start our program today, which is really about stop stinking thinking. Well, how do I do that? We're gonna talk more about that today. We start every presentation with prayers prayers for everybody in the world, we all need to pray for each other. This China virus, this thing that has gone around the world, it may be time before we know what the original context was of this thing that has happened and how it will affect people in years to come because what has happened in the last 14 to 16 months, 18 months, isn't ever gonna go away. It changed our thinking, it changed our perspective, it changed our perceptions. So we need to pray for everybody. We need to pray for those who have lost loved ones. I just talked to somebody yesterday and they were talking about a death in their family a year ago and and the person died alone in a hospital. They weren't allowed to have visitors and, and weeks went by and weeks went by and they passed away alone. I cannot fathom that. We need to pray for all of those people that have been lost. The Lord would gather them into his arms and take them to his kingdom in heaven. And pray for those who have lost loved ones. In Jesus' name we pray. As we get started today, we're going to start with a quote today. We're going to talk about Eleanor Roosevelt today. Eleanor Roosevelt. We've been talking about her for the past couple of days. Here's a couple of quotes for today. The giving of love is an education in itself. We gain strength and courage and confidence by each experience in which we really stop to look fear in the face. We must do that which we think we cannot. What is to give light must endure the burning. What is to give light must endure the burning. When you cease to make a contribution, you begin to die. Women are like tea bags. We don't know our true strength until we are in hot water. (laughs) I thought that was really good. And tomorrow, we'll talk about a quote or two from Dwight D. Eisenhower, one of the presidents of USA from back in the 50s after World War II. You know, it's stopping our stinking thinking. It it, it really, remember the principles of prosperity. Let me talk about those for a minute. Thinking. Owning a perspective, owning a prosperity mindset eliminates poverty. Scarcity thinking keeps you safe. Stuck. I, I, I printed off an article on, on uh, the internet today. I was looking for information. Five signs you may have a poverty mindset. Lack of ambition. People who struggle to create abundance in their lives often have very limited dreams and goals. Okay. I'll bet it printed on the other side. There it is, number two. You are pessimistic and self-pitying. To be clear, we all find it difficult to deal with bad things that happen to us, and it's not a crime to experience grief, sadness, or anger. You are a deeply jealous person. When looking at rich mentality versus poor mentality, experts often note, just how much the poor mentality is defined by intense jealousy. Number four, you make your decisions based on fear. Poor mindset is a primarily driven by feelings of fear. So even when you exercise your agency, you do so feeling like your back is against the wall. Number five, You focus on what you don't have, not what you do have. When obsessing over how to break poverty cycles, you may naturally feel drawn to thoughts about what you lack. After all, it's this lack that makes you want something different and on and on. So I'm preparing for my radio show next Tuesday at 9 10 a.m. Eastern Time and I will broadcast live on the Facebook. The radio station WBVP WMBA also broadcasts live on Facebook. You can catch them there. And again, that's WBVP WMBA and you'll find their page that way. If we stop and think differently. Thinking differently changes our perceptions. Remember, I talked about this, our perspective is how we see life. That's our perspective. How we interpret what we see is our perception. And in changing our perception, we now see things differently. Increase your prosperity by adopting a big picture perspective in which you can see how each one of your economic decisions affect all the others. Avoid financial tunnel vision. You know, when you make a decision about your money in some way, it has a rippling effect, like throwing a rock in a pond and you see a splish. But then all of a sudden, there are all these little ripples that are going on in the water and they go on for some time. Be aware that every time you make a decision about how to spend your money, how to save your money, or something that has to do with your money, it has a rippling effect. It has a rippling effect over you currently, but it also has a rippling effect over your future. And when I start to see things differently, I want to verify my thinking. And therefore we need to learn how to measure differently. Measure, always measure your opportunity costs, what your dollars could earn if if you did not spend or commit them elsewhere. Awareness of opportunity costs enables you to recover them. Ignore this at your peril. Next one is flow and then control. We'll talk about more of those, but I wanted to get into this and I want to stay on this poverty thinking type approach to our financial lives. And and if I look at typical planning, typical financial advice that we receive in the marketplace. Puts you at odds with abundance thinking, with prosperity mentality. Because first off, it starts with needs and goals. What do you basically need? What are your needs and goals? And you know what? That does not take you to abundance. If you make decisions based on needs, I can assure you that you will never have what you said you need. Need is a negative thinking type of thought. Because if needs were motivators, I need to make more money. That would motivate me to get another job, to work part-time, to, to add another source of income in some way. if I need to make more money. And you know what, everybody needs more and it does not motivate me to have more. Goals do not always motivate me, unless they're tied to a dream. In other words, let's talk about this perspective all the way from the beginning. Because in life, and I always encourage people to take a piece of paper or a tablet and start making a list of all of those things that you dream about having. That fancy new car, that new house, uh, whatever it is, that, that vacation that you would like to have, that new fishing rod that you would like to have, that new hunting rifle you'd like to have. All of those type of things, are dreams that are written down on a piece of paper. They only become goals when you sit down and put a time place, a timestamp on this thing that I want. In other words, in the next 12 months, one year from now, I want to go on a trip. Well, in order to go on that trip, I have to have extra money in savings. I have to have some extra money so that I can take the time off from work. I have the money to spend to get me where I want this vacation to be. And I have some extra spending money so when I'm there, I can actually enjoy the vacation. So then I set out a goal of how much extra money I need in order to take this vacation next year that I wanna take. I have been dreaming about going on a new fishing trip. I love to go fishing in the ocean on a deep sea fishing trek for a weekend and go out fishing two or three days. Now, just the boat itself is 12 to $1,500 a day for a private charter and I have to get there I have to pay my hotel and, and, and those type of things in order to do you get the idea? Because dreams start the engine. If you don't have a dream, you will not be motivated to accomplish what you have to accomplish to get to your dream. Because dreams mostly are rewards for something you did. So we've got to get away from this Oh, is me poverty mind thinking, although it is not easy because it is all around us. Minimizes requirements. Product oriented. There's no product that's going to get you where you want to go. It takes a mindset. It takes effort. It takes planning. It takes goals and it takes activity. It takes action. Focused on rate of return. How could you ever predict a rate of return on your savings in the environment we have been in for a dozen or more years with these low interest rates? The volatility of the stock market, how it's crashed in the last 20 years, two, three, four times it's crashed. And people have lost 20 to 30 to 50% of their money in, in, in just a very short period of time. Let me talk about prosperity things. Optimize opportunities. Prosperity thinking optimizes opportunities. Strategy-oriented, what to do. That action that has to be done. Focused on recovering opportunity cost. Every time you lose a dollar, unknowingly or unnecessarily, to interest cost on a loan at the bank or unnecessary taxes because you didn't plan properly uh, to the federal government. and Those dollars are gone. They're gone forever. But what you lost was the interest that that dollar would have earned, not for a week, a month, or a year, or 10 years, for the rest of your life. Those are huge amounts of money. You need to get some books. You need to get busting your financial lies by Kim Butler. Great book. She has a brand new book out that just came out. If you go to Amazon and put in her name, Kim Butler, you will find her newest book that is out there. And it is the book of multi-generational planning as a family bank and how it creates leaders in the family. It teaches younger people how to manage money, You need to get her book, need to get my book, Family Money Farm, the CFO project. This is a whole new concept of the finances that we have dealt with for years. If financial planning is so wonderful and so great, why are the percentages of people that don't get there the same today as they were 40 years ago, 45 years ago when I started in the financial services business? Out of 100 young people traveling through life, one ends up rich and four of them end up okay, financially well off. They're doing okay. The rest of them are dead, dead broke or still working and can't afford to stop. It's just that simple, folks. So if typical financial planning that's been around since back in the late 70s, now why is it there? Where did it come from? Because prior to that, there was no such thing as financial planning. It came about because of the inflation in the early 1980s and the very high interest rates. Prime rate went to 21 and a half percent. Imagine that. And here we are today worried about interest rates because we're not making any interest on our money. Parking money and just relying on interest is never going to make you well off financially successful or prosperous. You need to learn how to make your money move. And that's really what this education is all about. It's about growing you. The first thing you have to think differently, see things differently, and you have to develop a belief in yourself that the great thing can happen in your life. And that's how you eliminate poverty thinking. Get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Get it at Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, all the big booksellers. All the books by Kim Butler are available at Amazon and Barnes and Noble, big booksellers. You can go to CFO project.com right straight above my head here. There it is right up there. I'll figure it out. There it is. Put in your name and email address and you'll get a link and instantly a download cover to cover of my new book. And when you do that, there is an opportunity to start your education process to prosperity. There are other items there that will change your thinking, change your life. And everything I talk about here is mathematically provable. I have a $1,000 challenge for anybody that can disprove anything that I talk about on here, dealing with your finances. But don't bring your opinion or Aunt Mary's or Billy Bob's from work, bring your calculator you have to be able to mathematically disprove what I talk about. I offer that challenge and a thousand dollar reward to anybody that can disprove the theories that I talk about and that I can prove mathematically. God bless. We'll see you here tomorrow at 12 noon. Another week has gone by. It's Thursday and tomorrow is Friday. Another week has gone by. So we'll see you tomorrow. God bless, my prayers go out for all of you.